general nerdery. It's been so long since we've done trailers that I kind of forgot it was a thing. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we could have done them last week because the, you know, strike ended and we weren't doing these during the strike. But, uh, well, there wasn't much in the way of trailers last week. And we were lazy. Really? Yeah, it was like <laughs> sat down to record one of our other shows and like five minutes before we're like, wait, is this a thing? Uh, yeah, technically uh, it is, but not this week, so. not this week it isn't. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to General Nerdery, uh, your podcast about liking thing, or I guess your extra trailer content stuff about liking things. Our, yeah, are things so that we can be somewhat current sometimes. I will be honest with you, this is not the collection of trailers I would have wanted to return to doing trailers. <laughs> no, that's fair. Especially, are we going to start off with the worst one? Yeah, so Madam Web... <laughs> The Madam Web trailer. Before dropped. we do this, let's. I just so I can remember what trailers are we doing today. We're doing Madam Web. We're doing yes. Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes. We're doing Avatar: The Last Airbender. Mm -hmm. We're doing uh, Monarch. Monarch: Legacy of the Monsters. Okay, that's yes, that's it. The weird New Moon audition thing was not a trailer. We just watched that. No, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we're going to end up talking about that. I have a feeling, but <laughs> that's but that's okay. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, Madam Web, you know what? It looks, I'm surprised it got this far. It, <laughs> yes, I was, I was going to open with, it looks better than Craven. It looks better than Craven. It looks better than Morbius. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look better than Venom. No. And I didn't. I Although, you know what? It doesn't look better than Venom. I'm more interested in it than I was in Venom. Here is the one thing that interests me about this trailer. Of all possible characters they picked, one of the girls is playing Maddie Franklin. Maddie Franklin is a spider girl from when I was about 10 years old. And here's the rule in life. If there is a spider woman, not a spider woman, but if there's a character that was in a comic when I was 10 to 12 years old, I am automatically more interested in her. Or just them. Like, I'm like, hey, you were there in a formative time. I mean, look, I'm in it because I'm going to get to see a live action Aranya. Aranya? Okay, yes. And it seems like she's using the, the mystical spider armor. If we're being fair, yes, Aranya is way more interested in thing than Maddie. But Maddie was the one I went, really? <laughs> like, Yeah, because, okay, so we're getting... Julia Carpenter. Classic. Uh, well, not classic. The second Spider-Woman, because Jessica Drew, the original Spider-Woman, is a little unclear on who owns her. Mm. Also, like, whether Marvel or Sony is going, Disney or Sony is going to have the rights to use her as a character. Gotcha. Because what she falls under. Julia, I think, first appeared in Secret Wars. Like, the first Secret Wars. She's currently Madam Web, so I kind of expected the Madam Web we're watching to be Julia. No, the uh, that is Cassandra Web, who should be. If you're gonna do Cassandra Web, she needs to be an ancient old biddy hanging out in a like standing wheelchair, right? Like, if you're going to do Madam Web and not do Julia as your Madam Web, commit to the fucking bit. Make Although credit to them, they've committed to a surprising number of bits in this. Right. Julia Carpenter, Maddie Franklin. Who is the, mm -hmm. uh, she spun out of John Burns 
terrible late 90s Spider-Man run as Spider-Woman and uh, did not last long and then was unceremoniously murdered to bring back the original Craven the Hunter to life. Uh, Anya Corazon. mentioned Aranya. Fucking love her. And uh, Ezekiel Sims for the bad guy. Ezekiel first appeared in the J. Michael Straczynski run where he's an old man who also has spider powers and reveals to Spider-Man that he's actually mystical in origin, which was not a popular choice, but Ezekiel <laughs> himself was kind of fun. Uh, the idea was not that Spider-Man's powers were mystical, but he was chosen by the spider totem, basically. Right. Like, science is what made the spider mysticism is what made the spider choose peter which is fucking weird but fine whatever and what it ended up leading to beyond the fact that ezekiel was kind of fun is that's why we have spider verse shit right right yeah no matter no matter <laughs> what the reception was of the spider totems and all the mystical side like it did lead to some cool stuff later on mm -hmm. i don't so the weird thing to me is like when I watch that trailer, it feels like watching the trailer for, like, one of the early Final Destination movies or, like, what was uh it The Covenant, the one with all the, like, <laughs> pretty rich boys that had witch powers. It moves at the pace of fucking molasses. I... I don't think that's the vibe they were going. I don't think they were trying for like no, late 90s, it, early 2000s teen horror. Okay, for one thing, Sony is incapable of moving outside of the late 90s, early 2000s superhero oeuvre. Like, Venom feels like, other than the graphics, it was made in 2005. Mm -hmm. And in fairness, it would have been one of the best 2005 superhero movies. Oh, yeah, if this came out in 2002. This would have been, like, fucking on board. Uh, fucking, I just, I don't know, man. Like, it doesn't help that I have no trust in the Sony stuff. No. The first Venom, as I said, was fun. I never saw the second one. And Morbius is legendary on our various podcasts about how much we hated it. I can't think of a movie I've disliked more in a long time. <laughs> so, like, I'm coming in judging it for movies that is not this movie's fault, mm -hmm. but also... Oof. Oof. I saw a rumor, and it's an online thing, so you never know if it's true or not, that, what is it, Adam Scott, the yeah. Parks and Rec guy, is playing Ben Parker? Oh. I fucking hope not. You know what? He's a big enough nerd that for his sake, I hope he is. Yeah, okay, fine. But I but just, not for the rest of our sake. <laughs> that just sounds like Mark Miller's Trouble, the weird comic where it turns out that, like, May Parker and Ben and Richard and Mary, like the uh, mm -hmm. Peter's parents, all had some weird fuck thing going on and that May is secretly Peter Parker's real mom. Yeah, I'm good. It's one of the worst comics ever made. And it's fucking Mark Miller and Terry Dodson. And Mark Miller, I don't like him, but he does. he's made a lot of good stuff. And Terry Dodson's fucking amazing. And somehow, they made, here's the secret soap opera history of mm. May fucking Parker. Ooh, okay, so that might actually be a good little segue. <laughs> 
Uh, because we watched it to talk about the trailer, but I actually watched most of the first episode of Monarch Legacy of the Monsters. Okay. How does that tie in with... You know how the worst part of every Godzilla movie is the goddamn people? This is the show about the people. I still kind of want to watch it. So, okay, so full disclosure, I didn't make it all the way through the first episode, not because it was that bad, but because it was that late and I needed to go to bed. That's fair. What is it on? Uh, Apple Plus. Oh, okay. So I might actually watch it. But uh, strange soap opera bullshit actually fits in uh, (laughs) amazingly well. Uh, Minor spoilers, because it's the first episode, so it's kind of the setup for the entire series anyway. Uh, Like, oh God, what's his name? Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell? Russell's kid. I don't fucking know Kurt Russell. Yeah. It's, oh, like his actual son. Yeah, because that's his son that's playing his son in the show. The guy from Muppets Mayhem. I don't. Was that him? I, I haven't. Watched I saw Mayhem. the guy from Muppets Mayhem in. Oh. Okay. No, not important right now. Yeah, Adding yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's happening soon. We have, dude, we have so many good episodes coming up. I'm so excited. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about. Anyways, Kurt Russell's kid playing Kurt Russell's kid. Jack Russell. I fucking <laughs> hope not. Kurt no, Russell is kind of a shithead. So like, um, anyway, so like Kurt Russell's kid is out on an expedition with, Ooh, I might've missed it. I think it's his ex fiance and her new dude for part of the soap opera shit. And then, um, Oh, I can't remember her name, but like, uh, the trailer we watched, the the Asian gal that was like pointing out like monarch and these uh, monsters the, have taken enough from me and like, oh, yeah. And I was at this thing and like there was, this, you know, everybody was running, but there's all these people just standing around taking pictures and da 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 da. Holy soap opera bullshit. Her whole storyline so far has been uh she figured out that her dad had a secret second family and just shows up and breaks into their place so he can so she can try to find uh his secret shit cuz it looks like he might have been a member of monarch okay <laughs> you know what as long as mothra shows up at some point i'll probably be happy there's a little bit of cool like monster stuff towards the beginning of the episode if something cool happens at the end of the episode i haven't got there yet but uh the whole middle section is all of the worst parts of Godzilla. Oh my god. So the forgettable guy from Stargate SG-1 and Eleven from Stranger Things, but as a series? Mm-hmm. You know, it's part of what made fucking Kong Skull Island work so well, is I actually liked the people. Yeah, yeah, none of these people I could give a shit about so far. Like, okay, so... You know, admission, we're going to fucking do Godzilla versus Kong soon because we've been fucking talking about it since mm-hmm. it came out and it just got lost and when Monarch came up and it reminded us. But um, I'm just going to rewatch fucking Kong Skull Island again soon because I want to. And I don't even think of Kong first when I think of that. I think of fucking John Goodman. Right. Partly because and- we see him in this, but. So I think Kurt Russell is supposed to be his kid. Okay. Wyatt Russell? Wyatt Russell. Okay. U.S. agent is Kurt Russell's fucking kid? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Get his face in your mind. Yeah. Right? You can see it? Yeah, no, I can see it. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. 
Yeah, uh, no, yep. I, I understand now. I just did As soon not... as you know, you're like, oh, God, he looks exactly like both of them <laughs> just smashed together. <laughs> I, I just hadn't put it together. I don't pay a whole lot of attention to actors. We know that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's out on, a, like, a exploration with his ex-fiance and her new dude. So there's some soap opera bullshit and, like... Like I said, there's a second family thing going on with sure, the other characters. Okay. So, oh. as for the trailer itself, it looks movie quality. Yeah, and I will give that to the show. Like the, everything I've seen so far has looked great. Yeah, I just don't give a fuck about yes. the human bullshit. That's the problem with every trailer we have here. Not a single one has super grabbed me. There, there's things I like mm-hmm. about all of them, but none of them, yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho? Yu Yu Hakusho. So I never watched Yu Yu Hakusho. I watched Yu Yu Hakusho up through a little past the first Dark Tournament, which is kind of in... They should have ended it with the fucking Dark Tournament, in my opinion. But, like, that was one of their high points of the show. But I haven't watched it since college, so it's been 10 to 15 years. So the only character whose name I remember is Yusuke. Hmm. Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I never watched it, but I'm actually super interested in this. I'm, I'm interested in the property in general because most fans consider my favorite anime, Bleach, to be the spiritual successor to Yu Yu Hakusho. A hundred percent see how that is that. Yu Yu Hakusho, if you like shonen and if you like anime from the 90s, fucking rules if we're being honest Mm -hmm. it was never on the top of any of my lists but it was also like there were i mean you were a kid that watched adult swim back in the day that when that when i could or toonami or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. like there were the ones that you were there to watch and then there were the ones that you watched because it was in between the ones that you gave a shit about Mm-hmm. and yu yu hakusho existed on the lower end of i'm there to watch like I, you know, I would sit, I'd go through it. It wasn't the one where I'd wander off for 20 minutes because I knew Gundam was on next or whatever. Like, So even though it's been a while, you actually have some familiarity with it. So how does the trailer look to you? The spirit gun looks fucking baller. Like, the special <laughs> effect for that looks great. The guy who's playing Yusuke looks really good. He looks a little more like... Mopey than I remember Yusuke being. Okay. Yusuke was kind of more of a punk kid that was much more willing to like jump in on a fight rather than like this guy seems kind of and this is just the impression I got from a fucking trailer. I don't know. But a little more kind of stoically like reflecting. While Yusuke was not the most reflective human being mm, on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um he has three buddies in this, and we see them all. Uh, two of them originally, all of them kind of originally villains. He has like 20 Vegetas across the course of this show. Uh, originally his high school bully or rival, not bully because they beat the shit out of each other, like rival gang member. Because they're punk, they're bad kids. I don't remember how, but Yusuke ends up giving him some spirit power. And while he has the spirit finger, spirit gun, whatever the fuck it's called, he points his finger and it shoots spirit laser beam out of it uh the other one can make a sword but the thing about 
that blows me away. I, he's the the bleached guy mm-hmm. in this. Is in the original show, he had a huge pompadour. It was kind of one of his things. What's weird to me is they have put so much effort into making the other two Vegetas look like they came straight out of the anime. Or to the point that, like, the wigs look kind of goofy, which has been a Netflix live action adaptation problem. But I also don't really mind, like, I think it's a really interesting aesthetic that if you're going to make a live action cartoon to really commit like to actually make a live action cartoon, not like, yeah. So they committed, but then they did not commit with this guy. Mm. And that's the weird thing that I don't understand. Also, I forgot that the King of hell or whatever the fuck his name is. King of heaven, the, the spirit like leader guy who always is sucking on a pacifier and in the anime is a baby most of the time, except for sometimes when he becomes a handsome young man. I was say, strangely, that's the character I'm most familiar with because I've seen multiple screenshots of both baby and like his glow up appearance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they seem to just be going with handsome young man. And I was like, wow. Okay. Um, I forgot you existed. I just remembered the grumpy old lady who is your master Roshi. Hmm. Who was my favorite part of the show? I fucking loved the like grumpy old. So I don't know if I'm going to watch this so much as this coming out is going to remind me to go check out the anime sometime. If that makes sense. Yes. I think this is going to be a forgettable, but not terrible live action adaptation of an anime from Netflix. Oh, so like the bleach live action. I forgot they did one. Yes. And they've done a whole range from terrible to surprisingly good. Looking at you, One Piece. So I think it's going to be somewhere middle of the line based off this. I don't know if it's anything. I don't know how much it holds true to like anime conventions or anything we've just been talking about. But this all does remind me that we didn't watch a trailer for it. But I know what I am going to watch soon because I've only heard like off the wall good things about it. And that's that new blue-eyed samurai that's on Netflix. I don't... I've heard good things. I have no idea what it is. I don't think I've seen I it. know almost nothing about it other than apparently it is actually intensely character-driven, but still awesome Literally action. all I know is people saying it's fucking great. That's mm-hmm. it. I don't have an image for it. I don't think I've seen a picture of it. But I have some Netflix stuff coming up soon, so cool. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that kind of transfers us over to Avatar. Yeah, last time it, it looks fine. The costuming is fucking baller. I am going to be spending a lot of time looking at the costuming of this. They clearly love the source material. Credit to them on that. They've put a lot of work into making this look like Avatar The Last Airbender. Some of that live-action cartoon look still. Like, that volcano did not look like a real fucking volcano. But that's okay. Again, like, I'm leaning into the bit. The reason I'm having trouble trusting this is because the original creators of Avatar left the show, I think before they went into full production, being like, we can't. I don't, they were like, you know, we were trying to make something in the spirit of this and uh, what came out might be great, but it's not what we were like promised when we started making this. 
I'm less worried about that aspect of it because a lot of the times when it comes to adaptations, the original creators don't know how to kill their darlings. That's fair. And again, I'm not saying it's going to be bad. It's just the reason Avatar is what it is and why it has the staying power that it does is because it is a lot more than just Asia fantasy land. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying this is going to be just Asia fantasy land, but it would be really easy to accidentally just be Asia, Asia fantasy land. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with Asia fantasy land. The fucking, Gently... I mean, there's potentially things wrong. Yeah. Okay. But we didn't yes, see yes, any yes, of yes, those. Yes, 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 yes. Don't get me wrong. But in you know, uh, especially if it's white dudes making Asia Fantasyland, yeah. uh, that's that's. But like that fucking Jetly Jackie Chan movie that they made together, where it's just Asia Fantasyland and those two having fun, fucking great. Probably problematic in ways that I don't fully understand. But Is that Forbidden Kingdom. Yes. Or to go a little more. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which is super stylized kind of fantasy, mm -hmm. um, is awesome. You don't have to have something deep to tell a fun fantasy story. But for Avatar, you kind of have to have some more. There is a curious thing, though, with Avatar, and I'm wondering how the fan base is going to roll with it. Because... We all like to think of Avatar as being as deep as it was by season three, but season one is aimed at five to eight-year-olds. Season one's pretty goofy, although season one does have definite... It has... Okay. Season one has a lot of depth for a show aimed at a younger demographic. I'd give it that, yeah. But it's and still then as the very show much aimed at that uh, younger uh, definition. Absolutely agreed. But like the things it does, I think it does really well. And it's always hard to go back to something that had such depth by the time that you finished and then go back to the beginning of of it with a new way of making it. Like um, a lot of actual play podcasts that I've listened to, because I like to listen to the behind the scenes stuff because I'm interested about storytelling. And they'll talk about, like, they'll finish their first arc season, whatever, and they have to make a new one with new characters and stuff. And how hard it is to go back, because they're like, they have this memory of, you know, the game we were playing last week, where the characters have all these depth and gravitas and stuff. And uh, it's hard to remember that when it started, they were just four morons. Yeah. And so it's... I I do have sympathy for the fact that they have to go back to, you know, four, or I guess in season one, three morons. The actors look fucking great. I can't think of his name. He also plays Carson Tiva in all of the Star Wars shows. Uncle Iroh. Oh, God, I'm blanking on the name, too. <laughs> Google is failing us. Uh, Paul Soon Hung Yi, Hung Yi Lee, Hyung Lee, damn it. Montana <laughs> let me try, let is... me try that one more time. Paul Soon Hyung Lee. There we go. <laughs> I'm getting to a point that pretty much whatever he wants to be in, I will at least give it a shot. I've been meaning to watch Kim's Convenience. Mm -hmm. I've watched be, a couple episodes of it. It's supposed to be really, really good. good. Yeah. I am going to try this show 
I am not expecting like world. I don't know if it's going to just make me want to watch the Avatar cartoon or if I'm going to enjoy it on its own right. I'm going to try to separate. I mean, like you have to do with mm -hmm. adaptations that you have to kind of go like, okay, this is something different. This is to borrow a phrase from uh, Terry Pratchett, a different trouser leg of time. Um, I'm I'm uh I'm mostly in it just to see bending. Yeah, I will say that when I saw Appa and Momo, I was just like, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Momo was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, Momo was going to be the hard one to do, too, because Momo's a weird looking fucking thing. Yeah. So that's that's making it look up, in my opinion. Seems like they nailed Momo. I'm good with that. <laughs> and Appa fucking rules. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Appa's so good. Appa's the best boy. Um, is that all we watched? I think that's all we got, yeah. Cool. Um, all right, we'll talk to you later, I guess. Um, bye. I don't remember how we end these. <laughs> bye. 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 That's it. Bye. <laughs> bye. Hi, everybody. General Tyler here. If you like the show, please hit subscribe however you're listening to us right now. Also, if you could rate and review us however you're listening to us right now, or preferably over at Apple Podcasts, we would super appreciate it, as the whole world is around on algorithms, and we want to be all up in them, getting our voice out to more places. Uh, also, I mean, tell your friends. We always appreciate that. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, ask us questions, give us comments, Email us, generalnerderypod at gmail.com. You can also contact us through our website, www.generalnerdcast.com. Uh, while you're there, check out all of our back catalog, or click the links up at the top as we are part of the Earverm Podcast Network. Uh, go check out all of our sister shows. We're involved with most of them, so if you already like listening to us talk, it might be in your best interest. And if you want to check out everything from the network, head over to earverm.com, E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. We'd super appreciate it. Love you all. Have a good one.